recent goal is I've been trying to learn Korean. Anyone speak Korean? No? Patrick? Yeah? I, I won't embarrass myself and try and speak to you in Korean. That would be rubbish. Um, but for anyone who doesn't know, Korean is like completely different to English. They have, uh, it's an amazing language. They have like a completely different alphabet. So they don't have A, B, C, D, E, F, G like we do. Uh, and they have like these kind of symbol things that um, kind of correlate with our alphabet. Um, so I could have made it easier for myself and I could have learned Spanish or learned German or any language with like any correlation to the English alphabet, but I decided to make it as difficult as possible uh, and try and learn a new alphabet as well as a new language. Don't ask me why, I'm still not sure. And to be honest with you guys, it's actually quite difficult. Like, I'm a bit shocked. I know I sound a bit stupid, but Korean is difficult, man. And the reason I'm telling you that is not to show off like my linguistic ability or lack of linguistic ability. It's that some people are more prone to set goals than others. In fact, some of us are great at setting goals, great at sticking to them, and others, like me, are a little bit rubbish at it. And yeah, some of us are good at thinking about and talking about our goals, but when it comes to actually achieving our goals and actually living out our goals, it gets a little bit more difficult. So I will be really good at this and I will tell someone that I first meet, like this poor woman in the supermarket that I'm learning Korean. She didn't ask me, I didn't know her, but I felt the need to tell her that I was learning Korean. I love telling people about the new goals that I've set myself. But when it actually comes to reading a book about Korean or like when it actually comes to studying things, I'm a little bit lazy and I do this thing called procrastination. Anyone with me on that? I think, yeah, thank you. I feel a lot better about myself. So the first thing I wanted to share with you is achieving our goals isn't always easy. See, setting goals is easy. Saying that we're going to do something is easy. Choosing what we're going to do, easy. The problem is achieving our goals equals actually making the effort. So why is it so difficult to make the effort? Why is it so difficult to move from just talking about doing something to actually doing it? And there are probably hundreds of reasons why this is. But I think the main reason is we can feel a little bit hopeless when we try and achieve our goals. And sometimes the more time that goes by, the more out of reach our goals seem. With every day, hour, minute, week, or even month that goes by, sometimes our goals can get further and further away and it can just seem impossible for us to reach them. Or maybe sometimes it's difficult to reach our goals because it's just not fun anymore. Maybe we lose interest or we lose the passion that we once had for something and it doesn't bring us joy anymore. It just isn't fun anymore. So a little story about me. I have two brothers and one sister. And earlier this year, they decided to tell me that they were going to run the Cardiff Half Marathon. 
Now, if you don't know what that is, it is what can only be described as 13 miles of absolute torture. It is running in probably the rainiest, windiest city in the UK, and my siblings asked me to do it with them. Now, I'm not sure what you guys are like with your siblings, but when I am with them, I get into the most competitive rage of my life. I don't know what takes over me. It is just weird, man. So when they told me this, I had something called FOMO. Has any, does anyone know what that is? Yeah, fear of missing out. I had the fear of missing out. I hate running, really don't like it. Don't want to run unless something's chasing me to be honest. And I can't run for more than five minutes, let alone 13 miles. But I decided that I was going to run this marathon too. And if my siblings could do it, you can bet your bottom dollar that I was going to do it too. Well, the reality is, when it comes to reaching our goals, it's nice in theory, and it would be really nice for me to tell people like, oh, I ran half a marathon with my uh, two brothers and my sister. Like, that would be a really nice thing to say. But actually, in reality, it's pretty exhausting, and it takes a lot of effort to actually try and achieve that goal. And there may be some of you that you're not reaching that goal because you're not sure where to even start. And maybe, I know some of you, um, and I'm really sorry to remind you of this, but some of you might be going through exams at the moment. Sorry to bring that up. Um, and you might have given yourself a set amount of grades or a goal that you wanted to achieve during your exams. And you might even be thinking, I don't even know where to start revising, or I'm completely in the dark about this topic, and it's just completely confusing me. Maybe for some of you, there are probably some goals in your life that you aren't reaching simply because you don't want to fail. We as humans, it's not just a Christian thing. It's not just a church thing. We as humans have this built-in thing that tells us that if we are going to fail at something, we shouldn't do it. And it even tells us that we should be fearful of things that we're going to fail at. And I'm going to be real with you guys, if that's okay. I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable. Um, I have struggled a lot with fear in my life. And sometimes my fear of failure really gets in the way of the goals that I want to achieve. And sometimes like, it can even get in the way of me standing up here and talking to you guys, which in theory sounds so simple, but it's actually really fearful and terrifying when you're up here. <laughs> so... Fear can take a toll on us mentally, and we can start this feeling of being guilty about the things we haven't achieved in our lives, and it starts this downward spiral of guilt and the idea that the goals that we almost got but didn't quite make it because other things got in the way. But the good news is I have a solution, and the solution is this. So over the last couple of weeks, we've been looking at different verses from the book of Proverbs. Uh, Proverbs is a great book in the Bible, and it's full of great words um, of wisdom and great advice that can even help us in 2020, which is amazing. 
Um, so one of the Proverbs speaks directly about this um, tension and struggle that we feel when it comes to reaching our goals. Uh, and it's in Proverbs 14, verse 23, and it says this. Great. All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. I'm just going to read it one more time. All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. So in this verse, it talks about two main points. Number one, everyone say number one. Great, just checking you all with me. Uh, number one, hard work leads to success. And number two, say number two. Great, thank you, Nathan. Uh, number two is hard talk leads to nothing. We see two different action words in this verse that produce the exact opposite result. And the way I remember it, and it's a little bit cringy, um, but it helps me out a lot, and it helps me when I feel a little bit fearful of my goals, and it's this. Work equals hope. Talk equals nope. And I'm going to break it down for you. Uh, so the first point is that work, and even when we work for something but we don't achieve our goals, I can 100% tell you that there is hope in that work and that you will see something from that work. So think of this verse in terms of growing and changing. So for example, we set goals because we want to grow as humans, we want to improve in areas that we think we need to improve on, we want to break some habits that we've formed, um, and we just want to be better humans. So let's view profit as reaching our goals and poverty as not reaching it. Now, I don't want to get the wrong idea. I don't want you to get the wrong idea. There's nothing wrong with talking about your goals. It's great to share your goals with your friends, your family, the leaders in the room. Like, it's great to have someone who's accountable for you and who helps you keep track of the things that you're doing. But if it's just talk and that's it, it produces no growth, no change, and it leads to nope. And this verse teaches us as well that if we want the benefits of hard work, then hard work actually needs to happen. If I want to speak Korean, I'm actually going to have to pick up a book. I'm actually going to have to do the lessons. Like, and that's a little bit terrifying, don't you think? Like, I'm actually going to have to put the time and effort into reaching my goal. Because let's face it, if I could flip a switch right now when I could speak Korean or be able to run 13 miles, that would be great, wouldn't it? Like, that would be amazing. But the problem is there is no switch. I wish there was. That would be great. Um, but seeing profit requires hard work, which leads nicely onto my second point. All hard work leads to profit. That means even when you don't reach your goal, the hard work you put in leads to profit. And that means the hard work pays off. Even though I haven't reached my goal, I'm not fluent in Korean yet. I'd love to say I am, but it's only been two weeks. But I still know more than when I started. I still know words that two weeks ago I didn't know. And that's an improvement. Even though I can't run for five minutes, 
I can run for three minutes, which is better than the minute that I was running in October. And if you only listen to one thing I say this evening and you forget everything else I say, let it be this. The end you want tomorrow is connected to what you do today. I'm just going to say that one more time. The end you want tomorrow is connected to what you do today. And sometimes we look at other people who maybe have achieved the goals that we wanted to achieve and the goals that we've set for ourselves and we imagine that it was really easy for them and that it came really natural to them. So why isn't it easy for us? Like, for instance, my brother is two years older than me, which means that he was doing his A-levels when I was doing my GCSEs. And my brother is really good at science. Anyone really good at science? Yeah? Well, I am very jealous of you guys because I am rubbish at science. And my brother is so good at science that before his exam, he was playing guitar in his room the night before his exam, not revising, and was like, I don't need to revise. I was like, are you joking? And then my brother has the audacity to come out with an A in science. Now, I spent hundreds of hours revising science and just trying to fill my brain with as much knowledge as possible with science, only to get a U. Thanks. Like, <laughs> and that's why I'm talking. No. <laughs> I'm like, are you mad? Like, I spent so much time and effort on that for me to get a U and you to get an A. I failed, basically, Nathan. So we can get a little bit like me. I'm over it now, I think. Uh, we still joke about it. So um, We can get so caught up in that jealousy and how well other people are doing at reaching their goals that we forget that it's not our job to worry about everyone else. It's not our job to worry about how many more TikTok views someone's got on a video, or how many more likes someone's got on an Instagram post, or how many more days a streak someone has on Snapchat than you. It's not our job to worry about that. And maybe some of you here who are following Jesus set yourself goals to read more of the Bible, or pray more, or for people to invite to church, and... Maybe for some people, it seems really easy, and some of your friends are finding it really easy to do that, but you're slowly getting more and more behind on your Bible app plan, or you're actually finding it really difficult, and you're like, hold on, why is it so difficult for me, but really easy for you? I want to encourage you guys that Jesus says it's not your job to worry about everyone else. Leave that to God. It's your job to worry about you. So here's what I want you to do this week. I want to challenge you all to start thinking like an owner. Now, you might be thinking, what do you mean? I'm completely confused. I want you to pick one goal you want to reach, and then I want you to do something to work towards that goal for seven days. So do something small every single day for seven days to try and get towards that goal. 
It can be a small, simple change, but remember, the change you make today impacts how much closer to your goal you will be tomorrow. And even if you don't quite reach that goal, even if you don't reach it in the time that you've set for yourself or maybe even the time that someone else has set for you, think about what you've gained by putting that effort in. And that hard work might not always equal your goal, but it equals profit. So remember that some people don't even start. They don't even make a goal to begin with. They don't even think about improving themselves. They don't even think about improving their relationship with God. They don't work hard. They don't own it. And I don't want it to be your story, guys. I don't want that to be your story. So as I come into Lamb now, I want to encourage you all that the actions you take now and the choices you make can lead you to the places you want to be, the places that God wants you to be, and the person that he wants you to become. I don't want you guys to leave here without having some kind of growth or change happening, and I want you guys to remember that the bottom line is this. The end you want tomorrow is connected to what you do today. I'm going to pray real quick to finish. Father God, I pray that we would really live this message out in this week uh, and that you would help us set the goals that we need to set to, yeah, just enable us to have a really great week and that you would be there every step of the way. Amen. Thank you, Jay, guys. For